I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. This is Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill, and tonight's bedtime story will be part four in our continuing series about having fun and being creative by doing things that are just a little bit crazy. It is good to be responsible, but sometimes we are just a little too responsible and choose not to do things that are a little bit crazy, but would be very creative and really fun. I'm the first to admit that there are many things that are crazy that you should not do. For example, you should never try to swim from Anaerobia, Madagascar, across the Indian Ocean to Durban, South Africa, to visit your cousin, Elder Jonathan Robert Hill, on his mission there. That's too crazy. First of all, there are sharks in the Indian Ocean, and I don't know about you, I don't like swimming with sharks. I did that once, and it was just too scary. I'll tell you about that in another story. Second of all, it is crazy to even try to swim that far. It's 1,241 miles from Anaerobia, Madagascar, to Durban, South Africa. I can only swim about one quarter of one mile, which is a lot less than 1,241 miles. In fact, I couldn't swim more than 50 yards for many years because I sink When I get in the water, I'm just really dense. But that's another story. Finally, you are not supposed to visit your cousin while he is serving on a mission. It is not allowed. He is supposed to be focusing on serving the Lord and serving the people of South Africa. You would get in trouble if you visited him. So trying to swim from Anaerobia, Madagascar, across the Indian Ocean to Durban, South Africa, to visit your cousin, Elder Jonathan Robert Hill, on his mission, now that's just too crazy. You shouldn't do crazy things that are risky and wrong. That said, doing things that are creative and a little bit crazy is fun and makes life a little happier, perhaps even a little healthier. Along with being responsible, it is good to have fun, to be creative, and perhaps do some things that are a little bit crazy. It is a good thing to be unique in a good way. Tonight's bedtime story is about friendship, animal crackers, the little prince, and doing some lovely things that some might think are a little bit crazy. Let's get on with the story. When I was a junior at Washington High School in 1970, there was a cheerleader named Lourdes Lorente who I had a crush on. Do you know what it means to have a crush on someone of the opposite sex? It means you like them in an exciting way. You want to be with them, and you want to be their boyfriend or girlfriend. I had a crush on Lourdes Lorente, and I wanted to be her boyfriend. Her family was from the Philippines and was making a new life for themselves in Tacoma, Washington. Lourdes was very popular, but not stuck up like many of the other popular girls. She was always nice to me. 
I had a crush on her, but another boy was her boyfriend. One spring day, outside, during lunch, she called to me. She was sitting in her cheerleader outfit on Junior Hill. Junior Hill wasn't a really big hill. It was just a mound of grass that juniors would sit on during lunch or after school. Juniors are students who are in 11th grade. I was walking on the sidewalk below Junior Hill when, out of the blue, Lord has called to me. Hey, Jeff, come up here and sit with me. I have something for you. I was so excited to go up on Junior Hill and sit down right next to Lourdes Lorente. Then she did something that made me even more excited. She gave me a box of animal crackers. I was surprised, to say the least. She smiled at me, and it made me feel warm inside. She kept smiling at me. And then she said, Well, Jeff, aren't you going to open the box? Then I realized I was supposed to open that box of animal crackers. I saw that it was taped shut, so I pulled off the tape and opened the box. I was surprised that inside that box of animal crackers, there was not a single animal cracker. Instead, there was a folded piece of parchment paper. Parchment paper is distinguished, very old-looking paper used for special things. I carefully unfolded the paper and saw that it was a poem written with black ink and fancy calligraphy. Do you know what calligraphy is? It is very beautiful writing. As I started reading the poem, I realized she had written the poem about me. I read every word slowly and realized she was saying so many very nice things about me and asking if I would be her friend. This poem made me feel so happy. After I finished reading it, she said, It looks like you like my poem. And then she stood up and walked away. I still have that poem, but it is somewhere in our storage unit, and I couldn't find it in time to put it in the story today. But when I find it, I will share it with you in another story. At home, I read that poem once, then twice, then ten times. I love that poem. I love the way it made me feel. It wasn't a romantic poem. Lorda still had her boyfriend, but it was a poem that made me feel really good about myself, and it opened the door that I could be a really good friend to Lourdes Lorente, and it helped me see that it was okay to have friends that were girls and not be romantic with them. Also, I wanted to write poems like that. So I wrote a poem to Lourdes. It took me a very long time to write that first poem to her. I wanted it to be just right. After about a week, I had a poem that I thought was good enough to give to her. I couldn't do calligraphy, and my handwriting is not that good, so I just typed the poem with a typewriter on nice paper. Then I bought a box of animal crackers and ate them all. Of course, that was fun. And then I put my poem to Lourdes in the empty animal cracker box and gave it to her. She loved it, and I thought I saw a little tear in her eye when she read it. A few weeks later, she gave me another poem in an animal cracker box, and I liked that a lot. We exchanged animal cracker boxes with poems several times. 
That's kind of crazy, right? But it was healthy and good because it helped Lourdes and I to feel good about ourselves. Sometimes it is difficult growing up as an adolescent in high school. Do you know what an adolescent is? It's someone during the teenage years. So sometimes it is difficult growing up as an adolescent in middle school and high school. You may feel insecure and unsure of yourself. Doing this kind of crazy thing of trading animal cracker boxes with poems inside helped both of us feel accepted and cared about. I know it was very helpful to me. Lourdes was never my girlfriend, but during my junior and senior years of high school, she was a very good friend who happened to be a girl. From then on, I would write poems and put them in empty animal cracker boxes and then give those poems to girls I wanted to be my friend or my girlfriend. Many times the girls would read the poems and start crying. I could tell that most of the girls really liked the poems. By the way, the only reason I consider this to be a little bit crazy is because guys usually don't write poems in these days. But writing these poems helped me gather many wonderful girls to be friends. When I was a senior at Washington High School, Lourdes Lorente asked me to sit by her on Senior Hill. Senior Hill was a little bigger than Junior Hill and was where the seniors would hang out during lunch and after school. Seniors are students in 12th grade. She gave me an animal cracker box. I opened it, excited to see her next poem. But when I opened the box, it appeared there was nothing inside. I was confused, and she laughed so hard. And then she said, Here's a book for you. Read it. You'll understand about today's gift. She handed me a copy of The Little Prince by Antoine saint Exupéry, and then she stood up and walked away. At home that night, I read the whole book. It was beautiful, and I underlined many parts because they were so profound. Near the end, I saw this quote, It is only with the heart that one sees rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. You can tell it still makes me cry. And I then knew that the animal cracker box was not empty. It was filled with love. An interesting side note. After this time, whenever I wanted someone to be my friend, I would give them a box of animal crackers. Sometimes I would write a poem for them, but most of the time I would just give them a regular box of animal crackers that was actually full of animal crackers. The person who received my gift would always act surprised. They would usually ask me some form of the question, why in the heck are you giving me a box of animal crackers? Aren't they for little kids? Can you guess what I would usually respond? You are right. I would usually respond something like, it's because I never want to see you again. No, just kidding. I would usually respond something like, I'm giving you this box of animal crackers because I want you to be my friend. And then after being friends for a while, if they were a really good friend, I would give them an empty box of animal crackers and a copy of The Little Prince. Do you know why I did that? It's because it is only with the heart that one sees rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. And I wanted to share my love. 
I continued this practice for decades. When I met Grandma Tamara Snell Mulford Hill, I gave her an empty box of animal crackers with a poem inside, and I told her the story about what the animal crackers meant. She cried. She cried a lot. And one of the best presents that Grandma Hill ever gave to me was a case of 48 boxes of animal crackers. I knew then that she wanted to be best friends with me forever. However, she made it quite clear she wanted to be more than just friends. She wanted us to be friends, but also to be romantic. Have you ever heard the saying, happiness is being married to your best friend? Well, when I married Tammy, I married my best friend, and that has made both of us so very happy. I also want you to know that when I married Grandma Juanita Rayhill, she was also my best friend, and that also made both of us very happy. Happiness is being married to your best friend. I hope you will marry your best friend, too. It will make you very happy. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. I hope you will learn the joy of friendship and will find special ways to connect with your friends, like sharing animal crackers, poems, or books, or anything else. I hope you will remember that being creative and a little bit crazy is fun and sometimes can help you make really good friends. I hope you will remember when you are older that happiness is being married to your best friend. I hope you will marry your best friend. And remember, it is a good thing to be unique in a good way. That's all for tonight. Sleep tight. Be good with all your might. And remember, animal crackers do not bite. I love you. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.